Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. All right, the gang is back together again. We've all been separated with Great American Outdoor Show. We had different, we've been calling it platooning, sending up different groups and everything, but we're all back in the office, normal operations. Brad's busy this morning, so you got my You're dumb butt emceeing. But, yeah. Yeah, let me butt in with saying the whole company's vibe is everything's back to normal, let's get back to normal business, and this is what happened last year, and then... This is like halfway through because now we have to unload the trailer. Oh, yeah, we yeah. have to re-inventory everything. We have to do the reports on sales and all that. Yeah, Order, you know, if we sold through, we probably. I'm guessing we sold through Tacticams. Yeah. Uh, this we have is all guests. your problem. I know, okay. and that's yeah. just what I'm saying. It's like it's it's over for most people, <laughs> but like I'm like halfway through. Let's poor old Dan. Let's yeah. expose the hardest thing that we have to do, which is clean up the office because we have guests coming in and we have yeah. stuff. Wood, tools, boxes, yeah. garbage. Yeah. yeah. There's like Everywhere. shards of wood laying yeah. around. Sawdust. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to vacuum. Do any of us know how to do Where's that? Where's the vacuum? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know we had a vacuum. <laughs> you go around and pick up each little <laughs> yeah. particle. Yeah. That, Just get a that vacuum, it uses a HEPA filter like one of those bags. And I don't think anyone's changed the bag in the year and a half I've been here. I mean, yeah. that it's mm. totally full, but we still use it. Mm. I legit didn't know we had a vacuum. I just take a lint roller to my the, carpet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a lint roller. <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do with those fence stakes? I guess we got to put those in the trailer. Yeah. Yep. Goodness. And, we, we, and we've got to have yeah. the mentality now of, of if it's something that can be carried off by one person, no matter how cheap or busted or broken it is, it will be carried off by one person. Yep. Because we're in a business park, and there are heroin addicts that will, if you leave something outside, I mean, we've had metal brackets stolen. Pallets. You know, pallets, yeah. Like moving blankets. Moving blankets. Moving, like, yeah. We're like, no one's going to steal this. Yep. And we have security cameras, and we'll just see them walking off with our extension cord. Oh, look, a $10 bill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're painting this really great picture of the Go Wild headquarters. It's, like, yeah, it's not like sketchy. It's true. I did just see an article over the weekend that uh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was in Las Vegas, and it got a catalytic converter stolen. Yeah, the article said it's nothing sacred anymore. Wow. <laughs> so, not even the Oscar Mayer Wiener yeah, catalytic converter. It's just converter. part of, it, so part that, of business. Wait, I wanted to be there then when they start that thing up, and it's... It's probably got like a three-cylinder, you know, 90-horsepower engine or something. Sounds like a weed whacker. Can you imagine taking that to like the... I don't know... Getting it record off, and then it's in a mechanic shop, and it's the wiener wiener mobile that you're working on. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would have to be a heck of a shop because that thing's huge. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Gaios, <laughs> what did you just do? That's what she. Did. Yeah, because we were talking <laughs> about the wiener mobile. Somebody had to do it. Thank you, Erica. A new podcast network and trying to be all professional and. Well, it's not going to happen. Keeping it real. Uh so Eric and I went up first, set up, and started selling, which is generally, I think, the easier part of it. Building the set is somewhat tedious, mm-hmm. but for the most part, we've got tons of inventory. 
the people that show up at the show first are there. They're usually, in my opinion, more uh, excited to be there. People had lists of this is all the stuff mm. I'm looking for. They've done their research on pricing. They know we've got good deals. They've done their research on the gear and all the Garmin stuff. So I feel like our section's easier. I want to hear about your section, which is the second half, which is we're running out of inventory. You've got more of the deal makers coming in, more of the looky-loos that aren't really sure what they want and you're trying to sell them on stuff. And then at the very end, when you're most exhausted, you got to break down that set, mm-hmm. load up the trailer. And we know last year, that's when you all got sick and uh, had quite an adventure coming home. So how'd it go? Well, I mean, <clears throat> you can hear in my voice that I had something like the the whole time we were there. Wasn't bad though. Nothing like I felt they experienced with the flu last year, trying to tear that stuff down in some kind of fever dream. And I'm like making <laughs> two trips to Brady's one, where he's dragging his knuckles out to the you're, trailer. You're just kicking over jewelry cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, to make you it know, worse. I thought about this last night. I don't know why. I'm laying in bed, and the one thing that pops into my head is, you know what? I don't remember the jewelry case getting out. It's because they took it out without me. Like, you go box uh, some stuff over there. Take some deep breaths, bud. Yeah, and they pushed the jewelry case out. When we were, uh, like, creating the booth, we kept saying, oh, Brayden's going to break this. Oh, I hope Jacob doesn't touch this. Yeah, and who was the first person to break a cup holder? Me. And who was the last person to break a cup holder? You. Us. The fact that the cup holders were broken means that the person that bought them didn't do a very good job. Oh, snap. Me and Jacob were literally standing at that thing like, all right, cup holders on here. Shoot, better take these off. And we're like, ah, it'll be all right. The first thing, as soon as we get it in the trailer, we hear a And we're like, yeah, there went a cup holder. <laughs> Dan's going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not pissed. I will say if I had a budget of, say, I don't know, $20,000, that would be the most banging booth ever. But my budget... Because yeah. I built that whole thing by hand for people that aren't yeah. aware. We do not have a no. the budget to outsource to professional booth builders. So no. my budget's literally like, here's 100 bucks. Look, yeah. and I don't Let's give you a lot of props for stuff. But the booth looks good. Oh, looks yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It functions well while we're there. Yeah. It does it, man. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. You it did well. Yeah. I, for reference, last year we did not have cup holders. Did not I have a door. put mm-hmm. my coffee down on like a little bench Mm. and i don't know what happened but brad just sat down without even looking and he sat on my entire cup of coffee which then made it look like he had peed all over himself like diarrhea all (laughs) over himself (laughs) (laughs) he peed out of his butt and it spilt the coffee onto like all these optics that thankfully were plastic and wrapped up so then this year dan was like we must invest in cup holders which was a great idea i was just like I couldn't figure out how to open it, and I was just forcefully mm. shoving the cup down, and it yeah. broke. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, you were there for Tuesday, um, which was our worst day. Uh, it's just something about that middle of the week, I guess. I don't know what the deal was, but it just we didn't necessarily do anything different that I noticed, but it was just a lot of like selling hard, selling hard, selling hard, and then folks would be like, okay, thanks, and then they'd leave. Like man, like nobody's really buying any. I mean, we were selling stuff, but it wasn't like we we have our good days when we're moving, like you know, some high end optics, optics, garments, you know, trail a lot of trail cameras, stuff like that. Like we sell tons of bags the whole time, but even if we did that the whole time, we wouldn't put up these big numbers that we end up putting up. I feel like I noticed that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday time frame, you get a lot of people that 
come back that weekend. So they yeah. come around mm-hmm. and kind of scope things out, and then they come in the last weekend and try to get their deals and yeah. haggle because we're trying to get rid of stuff at that point. Yeah. And I feel like I noticed a lot of people came back, recognized yeah. faces. Did a lot of, like, writing our booth down on a card, giving it to them, like, hey, make sure this is us, booth 412, come back. And We did a lot of relatively a lot of online sales a lot of people yeah um shopping through our site using we had a promo code just for yeah the show yeah. um so that was good too that was a whole nother stream of yeah income. i could see next year at the rate we're going here just taking up like customer returns and just having it's like, like liquidating stuff and just having like if you want any of this stuff new if you you know maybe yeah. doing like we were talking about bringing up saddle stuff and letting people try it on yeah. and then saying we don't have inventory here order yeah. it online and we'll ship it to you you know and speaking of that i i didn't think about this at the show but i sold a guy we had a, a dog collar that he wanted on hand but he wanted an alpha 10 unit that we did not so I ordered it for him right there at the booth. I got a shipping notification. It was delivered yesterday. And so, I mean, he got it two days later after yeah. the, after he ordered. You know what? I didn't, I didn't, I'm just now realizing I didn't walk through the archery section. Trophy line was there, right? Mm-hmm. They had a, mm-hmm. Did they have a booth? or were they, they were in with Lancaster. But they, it kind of looked standalone. Yeah. And then Tethered was there. Yeah. yeah they had their own deal. Was yeah. Latitudes there? Yeah. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. No, but it was, I mean, Tuesday was basically our only, like, super slow day. Wednesday picked up. We had a pretty good day, and it kind of it got better until Sunday, and really Sunday we were basically out of all of our high-ticket stuff. I mean, we had, like, a couple of things, but, I mean, we sold, like, almost all of our optics. Um, we brought, like, a ton of range finders and stuff, so I built – you weren't there last year either, but, like, I built this giant red dot pyramid so that I could move some red dots this year I did it with range finders and Jacob's like Braden's working on his pyramid again because it just like pyramid for scheme. some reason you build those little pyramids of product and people are like what do we have here and you start slinging them <laughs> so yeah I mean and I, I we had a really good day Saturday our best day ever like as a company so if you combine the sales of the show with our online sales we had the best day we've ever had so um I think it was really good for us definitely it was weird like talking to y'all I was telling you like the amount of people that I'd be talking to for a long time that would be like, oh, yeah, like, because I'll be like, hey, you know about Go Wild? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got an account. You know, I'm just like, that's that's still a big deal to us. Yeah. Like, we're not, I think people think we're bigger than we are because we were there last year and whatever. Like, you know, we've certainly grown and we're, we're getting to, you know, pretty good size. But it's still cool to hear, like, hey, like, I'm a Go Wild member and people are excited to, you know, they're wearing a shirt or a hat or whatever under a hoodie. Like, I'd be talking to him for 20 minutes and some guy, like, slide his shirt up and he's he's got a Go Wild shirt on. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all like us where they have uh, rack, you know, they've got 50 ball caps with all sorts of outdoor brands yeah. on and stuff. And there is kind of, you can tell the people that are kind of peacocking a little bit at the show. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm going to wear my nicest, uh-huh. you know, F. Joe Biden shirt and yeah. an car hat and whatever, yeah. whatever. The people watching. Um, but there's also people that are, you know, full decked out in their high-end first slide or yeah, badlands Sitka, or yeah. flex. Mm-hmm. Any of that. We call just, it the flex, yeah. Somebody's walking around with like a $340 yeah. external frame pack. You're yeah. like, you need that for the show, bud? Yeah. <laughs> so so these people have options on what to wear. And the fact that they're saying, oh, I could wear my SIG hat or my Vortex hat or my first light hat or my Go Wild hat, the fact that they're choosing yeah. the Go Wild hat to go out and represent is uh it's huge for us and and just yeah. kind of spreading the the word i'd say we were selling people on the app as much as we were mm-hmm. selling yeah. products yeah 
yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, the podcasters we had in the booth too, like the amount of people that came by, like to see the O2, to see Bo, to see the Houndsman XP guys, like, I mean, we got it the entire time we were there. People coming by and being like, oh, I wanted to see, you know, Heath, or I wanted to see Paul, or I wanted to see Bo. We were like, ah, shoot, yeah, you missed him. The Houndsman, it sounded like on their podcast, they said they were going to be there like Saturday, Sunday. And we had a bunch of people coming by, and they're like, are the Houndsman here? And we're like, I don't think they're coming until later yeah. in the week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was definitely a lot, of, um, a lot of interest in that. And they, man... Bo and the Houndsman, they'd be talking to people for an hour. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, they were going into some really uh, deep conversations with members. So that yeah. was good to see. Yeah. Um, I got really weird with a member. Actually, it was a non-member that I thought was a member. And I got, it was weird. It was awkward. I don't think you saw it. But the weird part, like, I loved seeing all the members and talking to them. And, like, it blows my mind that we built a thing and have this community. Senate Slam was awesome for that too but sometimes at Gayos, this is what I've noticed with members when you see them like in the wild for real like in real life that because they have a profile and like I interact with people all the time on go wild but a lot of people and this is the great part about go wild is that they're not taking selfies and they're posting them right like they're taking pictures of their outdoor adventure so right I don't typically look at their face mm-hmm Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they look like, but I talk to them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes people would come up to the booth and they would talk to you for a while. And like we talk, be talking about product or hunting or whatever. And they don't mention that they're a member. And I, I don't know if it's, they think that I should recognize, like I should recognize them or that Brad should recognize them because they're in the app. And like, maybe we've had like conversations on post or whatnot, but they don't say it. And then you don't realize that until like 20 minutes in they're a go wild member. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh my God. And then they say their name. You're like, Oh, I totally like, yeah. now I know like their first name and last name. Like yeah. I can see your post and whatnot. Well, so I had like a fear of that ongoing. Like, is this a member or not? I don't know. So guy comes up and he starts talking, but he's giving me this look. And I don't really think it's a look, but, like, he's kind of looking at me like, I know something you don't know. Or, like, huh? I don't know. It was just like, yeah. I, know you, I don't know. And I thought it was Shim. Oh, you man. You know Shim from that? Okay. Great morning. Shim Miller, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it was Shim. Shim Miller emoji, man. But, like, his, his beard shaved, mm-hmm. okay? And I go... Wait, do I know you? And the guy was like, huh? And I was like, wait, um, uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, he was like, who do you think I am? And I was like, is it Shim or is it not Shim? I don't know if it's Shim or not. Now he's being weird. And I was like, I, uh, and he was like, I don't, how, no, I don't know you. And I was like, oh, okay, bye. Awkward. <laughs> and later on, Brad, Brad saw the whole thing. And um, I was like, I thought that was Shim. And he was like, oh, I thought you were just trying to, like, flirt with a guy to get a sale or something. And I was like, no. I <laughs> hey, more power to you. Do what no, you got No, not at all. I thought it was Shim, and I just got really awkward with it. That's funny. I yeah. think Shim is still off-grid. I thought he no, just he came posted. Back. Yeah, he just posted. I know, but I still think he's Oh, like, yeah, he's he not going to show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But this is before he posted. Yeah. Back. Like, the very mm. next day, he posted and go wild. Oh, that's funny. I manifested it. Yeah. The amount of uh, the amount of people that come by that like wear a go wild shirt and would be like, "Hey, you know, I'm 
so-and-so and i'd be like oh cool yeah i'm Braden. what's your last name yeah like that usually would help me like if i can get the first name last name i'm like i know who you are mm-hmm. um, that doesn't help me at all i could literally be had messaged the person a week earlier yeah and i'm like I, it's know. definitely happened yeah. like i talked to one guy and um he was like yeah like you've commented on my stuff before and i was yep. like okay cool i do that a lot yeah. like I don't, yeah. it doesn't help but the the first guy i saw when i got to the booth was david snyder so I talked oh. to him for, I mean, probably an hour. Like, that was my, like, welcome to, to Gayo. This was like, hey, I get to hang out with David. So that was a super awesome. And then, like, throughout the show, it didn't get to talk to everybody for, like, an hour. You know, we're, we're slinging gear, especially during, like, high time. But uh, it was kind of slower when I first got there. So me and him just got to totally catch up and talk forever and talk about life and everything. It was that that stuff is is awesome. That's what I love about the show. What I yeah. don't love about the show is how long it is and <laughs> how much I miss my wife and dog and all that stuff. But yeah, it, it was, was long. it was cool. Um, you know who else I met? Oh. Help me say Wayne La- Lapierre. Lapierre. Wayne Lapierre, the CEO of the NRA. I guess he was president. president? He's somewhere very high up at the NRA. You got friends in high places is what you're trying to say. Basically. Yeah. No, he was walking around the show on Saturday. I think the first day. Maybe. Yeah. And he came up to our booth and he shook Brad and I's hands. And I didn't, I honestly did not know. Talked to Brad for a couple minutes. Yeah. And he was like, is there anything I can do for y'all? How's the show going? And we talked about different things and, and he ended up leaving and Brad was like, you have no idea who you just talked to, do you? I was, like, no. I, I was in the booth and I looked at that guy and no. I'm like, that guy's trying to look like Wayne LaPierre because he's got a oh, very, really? he's got, he, he's one of those guys that like always wears the same outfit. So <laughs> like, I'm like, that guy looks a lot like Wayne LaPierre, but I didn't think it was actually him wrestling. That was, I got his business card, Wayne yeah. LaPierre. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty pretty cool jokes on you it was just some dude pretending to be <laughs> with business cards. elaborate, elaborate <laughs> well i met dr oz last last yeah show, so did yeah. you do the um the wall of guns this year i looked at it um i thought that i was gonna buy a gun there well uh upper mm-hmm. uh an ar upper uh and i had already pre-approved it with the bank of amanda um, think of Amanda. <laughs> so I wanted to. I say the budget committee. Yeah. The budget committee. Yeah. So I. Uh, so I was trying to be good and not like be spending more than I had mm-hmm. to. But I ended up not finding. Uh, you know, the cool thing about Gayos is you can find really cheap stuff, especially in like the fishing hole, and you can find really uh, uh, expensive unique high quality items in yeah. the same area yeah it's hard just to find like your middle of the road run mm-hmm. of the mill you've thing. got like shaw barrels over here yep. and then you have like 15 dollar tactical or yeah, something, yeah. which not knocking dirk and tactical and i got some magazines from them but yeah. uh i was looking for like a 300 blackout upper or maybe like yeah. an ak-47 uh caliber upper uh, for an AR, because I'm doing a new build, and it was everything was like three hundred dollars or three thousand dollars. I'm yeah. like, I'm more like the thousand dollar range. Yeah. Wait, uh, did you get something set up with Samurai across the aisle? No, but I, uh, I did look at Precision Firearms. I did look at their website. Um, they didn't have. It looked like everything that they were doing in three hundred blackout was like short barreled. Oh yeah. And I'm about to do. I've got a short barreled nine millimeter yeah. pistol that now the ATF is calling uh, rifle. So I'm gonna go through the tax stamp process with that. Yeah. Like I don't really need another short barreled. And then I was looking up the ballistics of, 
you know, the thing with 300 Blackout is it does its full powder burn in like eight inches. So you only need like an eight or nine inch barrel and putting in a 16 inch barrel doesn't give you any ballistic advantage. If you do an AK-47 round, a 7.62 by 39 round, uh, it's... Oh, oh I'm interested. Go ahead. Keep going. Dude, this is what, <laughs> this is what our viewers turn into. But uh, it's got kind of the same ballistics, maybe a little bit better ballistics. Ballistics are close to like a 30-30 round, but you can, you know, use a full 16-inch barrel. The ammo is a third of the price because it's, you know, everywhere. Uh, the only downside is, is you can't go subsonic and suppressed. But I've got the 9-millimeter... Um. That does the subsonic. And then I was looking up, I didn't realize this, but 300 blackout subsonic, the ballistics of it is like throwing a rock. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, like, it's, very slow. it's like, oh, you're not shooting more than 50 yards mm -hmm. no. with it. Right. Um, so I'm like, well, if I've got my nine millimeter suppressed, it's not quite the caliber, but um, the ammo is super cheap. So now I'm leaning more towards the AK variant and precision didn't seem to have a ton. I'll probably go back to them because their prices looked really good. They use a lot of strike industries parts which i'm a huge fan of yeah yeah those parts uh so yeah jury's still out i'm not in a rush it's just oh while i'm at the show that's kind of what you do at the show you, yeah. you're like oh i would never google this i've never been on amazon looking yeah. for this but now that i see it in front of me and last year there's a guy that has i wish i could name drop his brand but he had uh like magazine plastic magazine uh, racks that go in oh, your yeah, yeah. mag mag, mag safe mag, mag something mag safe I think is a different brand yeah. that does something else, but yeah so that they're um, uh, little AR racks that you can attach to your safe and then all of your loaded magazines because mine are just in like a tote bag to the side of yeah. my safe and I saw it last year and literally this whole last year leading up to the show every time i was messing with my safe i was like i should have bought some of those things so this year when i went i'm like went to speed i'm like i want one of these because i've been thinking about but that's kind of what the show is you yeah discover things you didn't even know were a thing you guys both got a new knife oh yeah yeah man yeah, from we knife <clears throat> we knife yeah yeah pretty sweet Sun i mean cut. i think so there's three three labels under the same brand there's we civivi and sin cut and definitely recommend checking them out. We talked to him at SHOT Show, mm -hmm. and that was – we may have referenced this at another show, but Dan hands me this knife. and It's like, don't look at the price. What do you think this knife would cost? I'm like, I don't know, two, 300 bucks. And he goes, 60 or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They make really high-quality stuff. My car to handle, like, you know, good steel, mm -hmm. pretty sweet knife for economical prices. Yeah, and, you know, our sites, Go Wild's e-com site's getting so – big and we've got so many options which is really good but really if you're not searching for a brand or if, you know if you search for knife it would show up but the brand doesn't have enough equity or awareness quite yet that i think people would convert we'd really have to you know explain why the because you look and you're like this knife's 80 dollars. it's going to be trash no these knives are very Legit. nice very yeah. nice yep. and they got so, like unique like knife shapes and stuff like configurations and stuff like i got a thumb opening like wild looking yeah. <laughs> i didn't bring it here it's a wild blade and yeah one of their brands is civivi and i always see like top edc knives they're always in the list so i think maybe give it another year and then and get more people get aware of it we might bring them into the storefront and uh we're all big fans of it. I got my knife sharpened by a nice guy who was uh, had a custom knife knife booth. So it was a good show. But I think we're all ready to get caught back up on emails and get back to business. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely good to be home. It's a long, long trip. And like your brain, like I, I was telling them, like, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get like all the random facts about all these products out of my head. Like, cause you're just sitting there selling and like yeah. the whole time you're refining like your sales pitch on stuff. Like someone's like, Hey, what's the deal with this? What you tell them at the beginning versus what you tell them at the end changes. So like I was in full on like, you know one-to-one sales mode like talking about which is cool helpful like as a marketing guy it's good to know like what kind of questions are people asking what do they care about then after a while it's just like my brain is full of weird like the crossfire vortex crossfire 1400 can range a deer at 750 yards like how how long till i forget that what yeah can we talk about one thing that i feel like people did not understand yeah and i just could i was shocked okay a cellular trail cam, mm-hmm. folks. If you don't have a cellular cellular, if you don't have a cellular trail cam, you should get one. However, it does not matter what phone plan that you have. Right. So everyone will walk up to the booth and be like, "I mean, I've really been wanting these, but they only run on Verizon and AT and T, and I've got T-Mobile on my cell yeah. phone." No, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, they have. They're basically like their own little cell phones. They have their own little SIM card. You can run them on Verizon or AT&T. And then they send that information to your phone, which can run on whatever plan that you have. Correct. It's basically like, so if you're buying from Tacticam, you're buying a Tacticam cell camera, and it comes with an AT&T and a Verizon card, what Tacticam is doing is they are buying all of these plans, and you're essentially renting those plans from them. Yeah. So it's like, like $5 a month cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And- just to go one level deeper on that, Ooh. if you have a T-Mobile cell phone plan, you're not paying T-Mobile towers. T-Mobile is renting towers from AT&T and Verizon. So, and it's the same with all of the, you know, Sprint or, or who, who's another cheap cell phone? I'm thinking of the thing with the green blob. Mint, Cricket. Cricket. Like Cricket does not is not building cell phone towers all over the nation. They're just renting the cell phone tower bandwidth from AT and T Verizon. Mm-hmm. So even though you think you you have your own T Mobile network, you're really using Verizon's network mm-hmm. just at yeah um, a little bit cheaper cost. And the way that works is if the cell phone gets busy, T Mobile people are first people not to be able to get signal or get yeah. dropped calls or whatever. Yeah, which I learned something from Jacob on this because some guy was asking about the Tacticam video sending back and forth and because like he's he had a trail camera that said well you know it takes 24 hours before i get the video whenever i request it from the camera well tacticam says the same thing like it says it'll take up to 24 hours or around 24 hours before you get your video well randomly i would click and request a video and i would get it immediately yeah and i'm like what the heck is going on and he was saying it basically has to do with bandwidth since all these cameras are relying on these towers and obviously the towers are like powering cell phones and all kinds of other stuff. It just depends on the load. So if they're like, if they have time, they'll get to you and you can sometimes get it in, you know, immediately in an hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when you're like hunched over your phone at three in the morning, like a goblin saying, send me the video. video (laughs) He had a cool use case. He was using the camera over some trap sets that he had put out for coyotes. Well, he's like, I don't want to leave a coyote sitting there for 24 hours. Mm. Like, or, you know, I'm going to get out there and, you know, take care of it. And he's like, it's, it's kind of inconvenient, you know, that it takes, how long does it take for this one? And I was like, well, sometimes an hour, sometimes instant, sometimes 24 hours. (laughs) Like, it's just weird. 
and then that's when Jacob explained all that stuff. Yeah, and he was the the use case of running them on traps was kind of interesting because I haven't talked to anybody that's doing that, but it makes a ton of sense because then he knows to go out there. But then he said, but it keeps sending. There's something in the trap triggering the camera over and over and over. Now I'm getting 500 pictures of this one coyote. I'm like, dude, just turn it off. You can. There's a toggle in the app to just shut that camera off from wireless. Save your photos. So. Yeah. If you got something that's tripping it a bunch, yeah, turn and it off. He was using it to like help him with his future sets too. He's like, I paid attention mm-hmm. to like what, where, did, which way did the coyote come from? How did he interact with the trap? Like what, what got him or what didn't get him? And it was uh, cool. Yeah, I he was, was like, very interesting to talk to. Yeah, yeah, a lot of interesting folks up at Great American Outdoor Show. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're wrapping this up. Before we wrap it up, can we just go around and say biggest pet peeve about? Gaos or this trip. It doesn't have to be Gaos. Sure. It could be Harrisburg related. It could be having Brad drive related. Oh, God. <laughs> Samir. <laughs> Samir, you're breaking. I beg of you. Uh, I beg of you. It could be anything, but biggest pet peeve. I'll go first. I got one. My too. biggest pet peeve we were selling a lot of uh, red dot optics that were good for putting on a pistol. And someone would come up and be like, Will this fit a VP9? It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Will this fit my H&K? pistol well what model is it i'm not sure it's a nine millimeter h and k i don't know <laughs> um if if this gun if my gun's not milled for a red dot is there any way to attach it i don't know like people would come up to us expecting us to know every single gun that exists yeah. and all of the various mounts and all Just of the in your free mental space have all of that information that and kind of tied in with that people that would think that we were the manufacturer, especially because we're the only people. You only Garmin get one, there. okay? Don't go blowing all of our pet peeves. Yeah, okay. You get one Save pet one peeves. Okay, well, I already said that one. So people that would come up and be like, <laughs> "Hey, so when are you guys going to increase the range of these dog collars?" And we're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, like I have one of these, but the range isn't that good. Are you gonna increase?" It's like, "Well, we're not Garmin. We're in like a homemade wood booth." Like this is not a Garmin level. Are you familiar with the concept of retail? We're just yeah, we're we're just selling Garmin stuff. Like people don't know. We live in this. It's easiest for it's easy for us to get frustrated because we live in this mental state state like day in and day out. So when people were like, "Why don't you know this about us?" And and in people's defense, they they've been at that show for eight hours asking tons they're just as mentally drained as yeah. we are and they're probably just as annoyed with us i kept on going up to people and i asked them if this red dot would fit my gun and they'd be like i don't know so. yeah and and most of the booths there are manufacturers yeah you know so okay what's yours mine i had a couple people ask. i heard I, brad said towards the end of the show you were getting pretty yeah pretty snippy well i get peopled out yeah. like i'm not naturally i don't like to talk to people i don't know yeah. so i'm like i i have to pretend to be somebody that i'm not and yeah. so after a while You're very I get, good at it yeah i wasn't at the end i'm gonna be honest i was i was rude to some folks i shouldn't have been and i felt bad about it but it's what it is um and i think my pet peeve was i don't like when people are upset with me first of all so when people would come up and ask one question like a very specific question about a certain product they, and I didn't have an answer and they would get frustrated and pretend like I was supposed to know that. I had one guy specifically be like, Hey, you know, what's this very detailed question about this very detailed product? And I was like, hang on, let me look that up. And he's like, well, how do you not know? Like you're selling it. How do you expect me to pay for that if you don't know? And I was like, well, I'll, I'll get the answer for you real quick. Just give me a minute. And he's like, well, no, like if you don't have the answer, then I'm not going to buy it. And I was like, okay. 
well, he stuck around, came back three more times, and did end up buying <laughs> buying the thing. But it That's was weird. like, it, but it does happen a lot where people get upset that like we don't know everything about. It. And so I started explaining to people like, yeah, sorry, we like we sell thousands of products, and like I'm trying to have answers to your questions but you asked a very nuanced question that i, I let me just google that for yeah, you we don't, want to, we don't want to give you the wrong answer yeah no i mean if they're like what's the battery life and you're like uh a thousand hours yeah. like it's like you could make up something but we don't want to do that to people no. so we're going to spend the time getting the right exactly. answer. exactly yeah so that was my pet peeve is just give me a sec to get you a good answer <laughs> how about you jacob I feel like it's it's too easy because it's kind of in a similar vein, but um, it's, it's people that are just jerks and come up talking, whether it be political or mm. some <laughs> other, you know, just like heated topic. At the NRA show? <laughs> you know, no way. No way. <laughs> and we, we had got- someone come up. I don't even remember how the topic got started, but she's pointed at Braden and was like, your president did this and this. And we're like, I- I'm sitting there thinking, she doesn't know who he voted for. Nor did, was she assuming business. that you were a Biden supporter? I have no I, idea. Dude, it was she was just, tough to understand, too. That's, but. that's the kind of stuff where it's like, come on, let's let's be nice to everybody. Yeah, let's she was like it. looking to pick something, you know. Yeah, like she yeah. wanted me to say something, and she started spouting off all these facts and stories about this and that. And I, I couldn't even, I could hardly even understand her. So I'm just standing there just smiling, like nodding my head. I want no part. In it. Like, do you want to buy something? No. Okay. <laughs> and I, I feel, so obviously this conversation is going a certain direction. Like we do see a lot of great people have awesome oh, conversations. Yeah. It's a ton of fun to meet everybody. It's like 0.1%. Member, member or not. Um, but every, every year I feel like we've gone to this show, there's been a couple of those there, there are people for sure where you're like, oh, this is the per- first time they've left their compound in eight months. <laughs> like this is their. <laughs> oh yes. Like this is uh-huh. like these are not people. I mean, there are. We, we had someone try to walk off with one of our price, price, uh, pricing cards. <laughs> like it was. Like, like it was a product. Yeah, for, like there are. Pe- I don't know. There are people you can tell who are uh, not accustomed not so to honest. how to act in public, and you know the realities of the business world and and whatnot. So that's that same lady. Her husband was looking at a, a Garmin device, and they asked about functionality based on geographic location. I was like, well, this one is the United States, and I think it does some in Canada, but like you can't use it in Mexico. And she's like, oh, we'd never go to Mexico. Yeah, it started a whole thing. We got a whole spiel on that, too. Cool. We're like, okay. All right, come on. Come up with something different, Erica. Okay. Squirrels. I think this this might be touchy. I don't know. Um, There were multiple times. This is a little feminist rant. Oh. I got decent about the products. If I didn't, like, the garments, like, you were very good at. The red dots, you were very good at. Um, There were definitely some products that I was decent at trail it's, cameras you can you know a lot about tactic cams. Yeah, like you were telling I, me how to sell them yeah i know a I lot about three products trail cams so but like i would ask someone if they needed help and then i would try to answer the question and if it was something that i felt like dan could do and he wasn't with anyone i would oh dan you know this government thing well there were multiple times when someone would come up to the booth like right there at the counter and you could tell they were like looking at something or they had a question and i would kind of walk up and be like Hey, can I help you with something? And they would be like, no, 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 I'm good. Great. And I would walk away. And then Dan or Brad would finish with a customer. And, and they'd be like, 
hey, da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, why didn't you? I could have done. I don't want to talk to no lady about. <laughs> I wouldn't want to talk I, I will to say no that, lady. But I will also say, and, and this is how I am with doctors, I like having a female doctor because if it's a male doctor and the male doctor's like, hey, so it looks like your leg might be broken. Everything good? I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Totally good. That's how my leg should be. It'll be fine. It's cool. <laughs> if I have a female doctor, I'll be like, oh, I think I broke my leg. Can you look at it? I'm, I'm okay being a little bit more vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed with Erica, the opposite, where I would go up to someone and be like, hey, do you have any questions on this thing? They're like, oh, no, man. I'm not I know everything about it. to know about everything. <laughs> do you have any questions about she'd it? She'd go up and be like, what do you think of this? And they'd be like, well, I don't really know that much. And she'd make the sale. Yeah. So kind of both. That, that's probably a good perspective. Yeah. There was, I saw both. Uh, but I also did see. And I also saw people that would. I could tell we're just chatting you up because you're a cute lady. Oh, and, yeah. And I'm like, this person is not buying anything. They, they, just, <laughs> they just want some, they just want a little attention. A little attention. Yeah. Attention. Yeah. But it's a cool. good show. Yeah. Good times. Well, glad everyone's back and we made it through. Had a really successful show. We hit our goal, which was awesome. So um, back at it, back in the weeds on some other stuff. So keep an eye out for all the things we got going on. We got the UTV giveaway going on. So if you're already a member, if you refer someone, you get an entry for every single person that you get to successfully create an account. If you are listening to this and you do not have a Go Wild account, if you sign up today, it's free. You get 10 bucks cash to use to anything in our store. we got thousands of products from Vortex, Garmin, Tacticam. Uh, the list goes on forever. And you will get an entry into the UTV uh, giveaway, too. And the same applies once you're in. Refer more folks, and you get an entry for each person. And when does so, that end? March 31st. So, got some time, but, you know, Not build up those time. entries. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the deal. The more entries, the better chance you have to win. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, click the plus button at the bottom of the app and log this show in Outdoor Podcasts, and we'll try to respond, especially if you tag us. So, thanks, everybody. See you. Bye. Bye.